Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into a uh, special Sunday night edition of Henry's Guys. I'm Neil McCready, Chase Parham here with me as well. As we get started about 7, 12 or so on uh, Sunday night. This will be the Monday morning Oxford Exxon podcast. This show is brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. We had that uh, weird weekend. If you think about it this weekend on Friday, it was like 70 degrees and then it was snowing. And uh, Saturday, it was ice cold. Today, it was really pleasant. So you know how this works. You want to make sure that uh, while you're still having to use your heater some, that you're getting that air conditioner ready to go because you're going to need it here in the not-too-distant future. And I suggest you get in touch with the people at Comer if you live in Oxford or Tupelo or the surrounding area, 662-801-1777. If uh, you need to get in touch with uh, Southern because you live in Hernando or Memphis or DeSoto County, that area, Call them, 662-429-4429. Same great products, same great services, really same people, just different names. Uh, But they'll take great care of you. They go the extra mile as it pertains to um, customer service. You'll see that when you you make the call. Again, 662-801-1777-662-429-4429. Chase and I both are coming to you from the uh, Clark Ford Studios. Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662 257-1900. Two five seven nineteen hundred. I'll call that number. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around. You can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. Again, six six two two five seven nineteen hundred. Guest join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in uh, Oxford. Be a uh, great place if you're coming up this week just to hang out. Spring break's going on. Things will be a little slow. Getting up, uh, coming up next week, I guess, more likely. Watch the NCAA tournament. Watch Ole Miss baseball, whatever the case may be. Stop at Rafters, grab a burger, a po' boy, appetizers, great beer selection, full bar, and more. Rafters, music, and food on the square in Oxford. Ole Miss baseball hit five home runs this weekend against Oral Roberts. We'll talk about the series in a little bit, but uh, Ole Miss hit five home runs. That means you can go to deadsoxy.com right now, between now and midnight, a week from today, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout and get 50% off all the best socks that you'll ever put on your feet. So go load up. If you have never had Dead Socks, you've never tried Dead Socksy, now would be a really good time to uh, go to their site, promo code REBELGROVE, 50% off thanks to the uh, home run sale. Ole Miss hitting uh, five home runs this weekend while taking two out of three from uh, Oral Roberts. We're watching the NCAA women's bracket, which is being released as we speak. We're still waiting. I don't think Ole Miss has been announced yet. 
if it has, I haven't seen it. Florida and Kentucky in the region that I'm just staring at right now. So okay, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that. When that happens, we'll let you know uh, where the Rebels are going in the women's tournament. Um, men's season. We did a show, I guess Thursday, right? We Never did. Mind. So we did a show yeah. Thursday. Been crazy stuff, and it, it, uh, SEC put six teams in the men's tournament. Um, Kentucky got a two seed, Auburn a two seed, Tennessee a three seed, Arkansas a four seed. Uh, LSU and uh, Alabama got six seeds. LSU will go into the tournament without Will Wade, right. who made it two days longer than I thought he would he this did. week. He did. He made it two days. Um, he beat um, Missouri, and they let him go ahead and coach against Arkansas. It's my understanding that had they beaten Arkansas, they had a decision to make. Whether to get rid of him that day or let yeah. him keep going. So Arkansas did LSU a favor on Friday. Tennessee wins the SEC tournament, by the way, beating Texas A&M. Texas A&M does not make the NCAA tournament. Harmed by Richmond winning the Atlantic 10. Harmed by the committee just falling in love with the Big Ten. Big Ten got nine teams into the tournament. Uh, SEC got six. So, Chase, how are you? I'm good. You know, the other thing, too, and I mean, I don't follow this as closely as, frankly, most people listening even, and A&M did get snubbed, but every year – the conference tournaments don't mean much, and they continue to not mean much. I mean, now we can make the argument, should they mean more? Because those wins, to me, should count just like a regular season win. But, but at the end of the day, they don't. So we do this kind of every year where we go, oh, God, they made a run, they're going to whatever, and then they don't. And I then we go, they got snubbed. And you go, well, the, the committee, right or wrong, picks it the same way every damn year. And I think the committee has to do a lot of work ahead of time. And make sure that they don't have first-round matchups. That well, I mean, frankly, Tennessee wins that thing on Saturday and not Sunday, and I think they're a two-seed. I think Tennessee got slotted into a seed before the game today. I think you're right. I think Tennessee's a two-seed if they win the tournament on Saturday. It almost makes you wonder if the SEC should move the damn thing up a day. But TV wants it on Sunday, and it's a made-for-TV event. I think what happens is, and I got caught up in it. It was a great tournament. It was a lot of fun. Sure. There were some really good games, and you get caught up in the tournament, and you're like, this is awesome. And and you just get jacked up, and you treat it like the Conference USA final, for example, where UAB and Louisiana Tech are playing for a trip to the tournament. Winners going to the tournament, the losers not. Then you look at it, and like LSU got handled pretty good on on Friday by Arkansas. They didn't fall; they're six. Arkansas got blown out by A and M on Saturday. They stayed right where they should have been at four. Tennessee wins the tournament, like you said, and they sit at three. Auburn looked like crap against A&M, stayed at two. Kentucky lost. Excuse me. Kentucky loses to Tennessee. Uh, They get a six. Alabama loses to Vanderbilt, gets a six. Vanderbilt, who, by the way, at the end of the season was playing pretty good basketball. That Vanderbilt-Kentucky game. Tennessee's resume is easily better than Duke's. Yeah. But Duke, by God, was getting a two no matter what. I mean, did you watch Tennessee today at all? No. I mean, A&M got tired. And they ran out of they ran out of juice. I mean, the, the tank hit empty, and they were not driving a, an electric car. They 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 ran out. But Tennessee played phenomenal basketball the whole tournament. I mean, they schooled Kentucky in the SEC tournament in a way that you don't really see Kentucky get schooled. Tennessee could win the whole thing. They're they're to me the team that nobody talks about. Everyone talks about Kentucky and Auburn. Tennessee's got guard play. Tennessee has bigs. Tennessee will defend. To me, they're the they're the they're the safest bet in the SEC. Got the brackets here. We can talk about those a little later. Um, 
A lot of stuff. Things like there's stuff. There's, there's a lot of stuff. stuff since last time we talked. That, that, that's what's happened. It's just kind of stuff. ESPN just completely said, screw the tournament. Tom Brady's back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I I get it. I do. But we, he hasn't even been gone long enough to like have crazy react. No. Okay. Like, I mean, like, we missed nothing. He if I'm an it. analyst, I go, well, I mean. Okay. But it's headlines. He I said, mean, it'll, it'll, it'll change some Vegas odds tomorrow is what it'll do. But otherwise, yeah. whatever. Deshaun Watson's in the news today. Mike White, the former Ole Miss player and assistant, leaves Florida. Or Georgia. For Georgia. Okay. So I started hearing last week that Mike and his family were getting unhappy in Gainesville. Things were loud. The kids are older now. I think we have this vision. I know I do. We have this vision of Mike's kids as these little rugrats. Because they were when they left. Yeah. And that's been a minute. I mean, he's gone to Louisiana Tech and, and Florida. He's been gone, what, 10 years? They're not rugrats anymore. They're 14, I think, was his last year. Right? No, maybe not, maybe before that. Anyway, go ahead. It doesn't really matter. So eight, nine years. Yeah. So the kids are older now, a lot older. Uh, speaking of happy birthday to my daughter, Caroline, 19th birthday today. Hope you're having, not that she's ever going to see this, but happy birthday. Um, the kids are older now, and they see the social media stuff, and they hear stuff at school, and I think it was becoming caustic. From what Mark Long tweeted a minute ago, I heard it from somebody else that I talked to in Gainesville today that Mike wanted out. So you think he could have stayed at Florida had he wanted to? Yes, they were not firing They him. were not firing They were him. not firing him. Now, they'd had conversations, I think, and obviously he knew that next year was big. But no, they were not firing him. He's not done anything to deserve being fired. They played, you know, a lot of games this season without Colin Castleton. Mm-hmm. They've played the last basically two seasons without their best player, Keontae Johnson, who yeah. thank God's okay. But, you know, Keontae Johnson hasn't played since that horrible incident in Tallahassee when he collapsed right, right. at midcourt. So, you know, they built so much of their program around him. So they, you know, had to kind of adjust on the fly. And they played, but they, they took A and M to overtime the other night. But I think I think he was leaving. And look, the elephant in the room. I think the opportunity, the window to hire Mike White at Ole Miss just closed. And I think it was wide open this weekend. I do believe he would have taken the job. There's zero doubt in my mind. What I don't know, and I'm starting to think that there's nothing has happened. I'm starting to think that there's been no consideration whatsoever of moving forward. I don't know. I mean, moving forward with change or anything like that, you're seeing change everywhere around the league. I mean, I feel like if change was happening, we already would have seen it, right? I think so. Here's my thing is, is I don't know why here we are on Sunday. Ole Miss has been done for four days. Why is there no statement? No tweet? You don't have to have a press conference. You should, but they're not. Why no no tweet, no Instagram post, no social media post? I think their argument is if you're not doing anything, we're, you're not doing anything. And then I would argue that that means that you're yeah. sitting over there and somebody needs to be sitting in the room going, hey, have y'all watched? Have y'all listened to the fans? Yeah. Have you listened to the fans? Have you read a message board? Mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't read another message board, but ours is not particularly favorable. I talked to someone at the baseball game today who said that the level of support for staying the the course is close to zero. Now that's one person who's up in the club talking to people and stuff. What does that mean? I don't know. Is that is that a great gauge? I don't know. Sure. But I wrote this two weeks ago. I think you have to talk about it. 
They were a win over Georgia away from finishing the season with, what, nine straight losses, ten straight losses, whatever it was. I think you've got to talk about that. You can't look at the tournament over the last few days and look at the teams that made it. And frankly, look at Vanderbilt. Look at Texas A&M. Look at those teams and think that your program is in great shape. It's not. So if you're going to fix it and you want people to come out and support you, I think you do have to sort of explain to people how you're going to fix it. And when you just say, well, we're going to really go to the transfer portal. I mean, I've talked about this ad nauseum. How do you how do you use the portal if you have seven or eight high schoolers in your last two classes eating more than half of the um, of the roster? And the plan that Kermit laid out that day from Tampa, the night they they lost, it was so many. It, it was a checklist of things that all of them are very difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's one after another, after another, after another, after mm-hmm. another of. Hey, well, this this has got to happen, and this has got to happen, and this has got to happen, and this has got to happen. It's like, well, okay, but none of that was sure, sure thing. Yeah, it was. That was not. I mean, you just look at the teams that get fielded. They're so athletic, and they play with such pace, and they just don't seem to have that going for them right now. So maybe they'll fix it. I don't know. I I would be advising them to. Uh, to talk. I've not kept up with this. I see Arkansas got a 10 seed in the women's tournament at 18 and 13. They play Utah in Austin. They do. They would get Texas next. I don't see oh, – Ole Miss is going to get in, obviously. They just haven't gotten in yet. So Arkansas would get – if they beat Utah, they'd get Texas. That's correct, yes. That won't go well. Probably not. Texas is apparently pretty good. That guy's a really good coach. We're having this long drawn out conversation, obviously, a little bit about Mike. Mike here does not make sense to me. Like, in some ways, I think this – I think it creates the opportunity for Ole Miss to be better off. And I don't mean that against Mike. I like Mike. Sure. But it, both just do. in general. Yeah. That's a tough thing. And I it, – it, 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 Coaching at your alma mater yeah. is really risky. Because the good feelings go away with L's. That's why when people are like, Andy Kennedy would never leave UAB. I'm like, you want to bet? Yeah, he would. Because he could leave now and come back to UAB years from now as like just the old man. Mm-hmm. I mean, they you know, they standing ovation. L's change things. You beat Florida and Oxford. You almost beat him in Gainesville. Keith Carter's best friend. Mm-hmm. There's a lot there that just creates dynamics that, to me, did not and do not make sense. And I mean, moot point now, he's at Georgia. The more interesting thing is there's some openings, and if Georgia was the best Mike could do, unless he was trying to stay in a geographic area, because Georgia's a bad, bad it's a bad, job. it's a it's a tough job, bad job, but it's a restart and it gets him out of there. And I think they really wanted to get out. Yeah, it resets everything. Yeah. But it, not a good game. Yeah, someone says Matt Luke says hello. Mike Shula says hello. Yeah. For everyone that works, there's 10 that doesn't. It's And it usually ends with a lot of acrimony and a lot of hurt feelings. There's emotion. There's And you come back and it's awkward. Like, look, I think the Lukes can come back here and be fine, but it will be awkward at times. If you're Matt and Ashley and 
Are you hanging out in the Grove on Saturday? Probably not. It's kind of different, you know, as opposed to had he gone to South Alabama and coached and whatever. The, the feeling coming home would be different, but I don't know. Oh, we got a lot of places to go here. Um, we need some bracket and do some Will Wade. What do you want to do? Let's do Will Wade. We get to brackets in a minute. Let's do Will Wade. We're watch, we're waiting for the women's thing because I hate to go into brackets and the women get seated and we're talking about where they are. So Will Wade's out. Bill Armstrong's out. As we as we said. <laughs> have you read the NOA? I have. Yes. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It, it, it. Have you ever read a crazier NOA? At one point, Will Wade paid a player out of his wife's checking account. Um, paid the, the ex-fiance who was absolutely blackmailing him. Yes. And ended up blackmailing him anyway. Yes. So I've heard rumblings that one of the players' moms was an informant. Oh, really? Yeah. A specific player who's on the current team. Tennessee gets a four seed in the women's tournament. They'll play Buffalo on Saturday. Okay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> There were eight level one violations for basketball. There was one for football. There was one they shared, and the one they shared was lack of institutional control. Yeah. Uh, which is a big one. That, that well, one matters. Our Lady of the Lake thing, when you read it on paper, when you finally see the numbers and what they did and what services weren't rendered and how the money was laundered through a children's hospital, I find it really difficult to believe that they're going to just get a slap on the wrist. Now, they've cooperated football-wise. They've and taken they, a bowl ban. And they already took a bowl ban, which was really smart. Sure. And that will mitigate it. But if you told me they take another bowl ban, I'm not surprised. Wade has uh, has five level one violations, a level two. Armstrong had a level one. He, he specifically is listed for paying a kid $300,000. Bill? Yeah. Um, guy who was going to get some head coach looks this offseason if this has stayed out of it. Um, he was going to have a real shot at UAB if Andy leaves. Yeah. That's gone now. LSU, after all this stuff, they use their their quote, we can no longer subject our university department of athletics and most importantly our student athletes, of course. Stop. To this taxing and already lengthy process without taking action. Our responsibility to protect and promote the integrity and well-being of our in- entire institution and our student athletes will always be paramount. Okay, thanks, bud. They needed the NCAA to do the dirty work, so they didn't have to pay him or run the risk of having to pay him. Yes, and the NOA they got it on Tuesday, which was not a coincidence. <laughs> I think that also was. the team was already in the air. Were they? Yeah, and that was the reason that they just went ahead and said, "All right." Coach. This doesn't matter. Coach the game Thursday. Let's figure this out. I think they were pretty big Missouri fans on Thursday. And then they turned around and played Arkansas in an early afternoon game. It was the second game Friday. So I think they just said, go ahead. I don't think he would have coached Saturday had they beaten Arkansas. They were not, they were not comfortable at all. He was asked to turn in um, a lot of his uh, his phone records, his digital records. He only turned in about half. Okay. A lot of them were doctored. Um, it, was, it was bad. I mean, I think their basketball program gets crippled. He's quoted in the NOA from Wade personally, arranging for, offering, and providing impermissible payments, including cash, 
to at least 11 players. The Oxford Exxon Podcast also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Whitney McNutt, Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serves you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. We're brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, whether you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they have opportunities across the board. Uh, basically whatever you're thinking about, IT, engineering, dentistry, human resources, maybe you don't even know what you're looking for, they can help you. Their goal is to get to know you, your strengths, see what you're looking for in your next career move, and find the right fit. Using service specialists is free for the candidate, and all conversations are kept confidential, so you have nothing to lose by giving them a call. Is your company looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent? Service specialists can help. Keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You have nothing to lose, so give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website at servicespecialistltd.com. We're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and so many more. They've delivered fine men's clothing for 55 years. Their classic style, attention to detail, and commitment to excellent service continues to make The Rogue a special place to shop. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Don't just imagine... Uh, what you don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative, state of the art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. So call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment financing available at CorinthDental.com. We're also brought to you by Bell & Grove, based out of Chattanooga. Bell & Grove is a logistics provider with more than 35 years of transportation industry experience. They specialize in domestic freight movement throughout the continental U.S., They can navigate through supply chain issues while also leaning on their partner carriers to get the most competitive rates possible for their customers. In addition, Bell & Grove can help customers design a custom solution for their shipping needs. Whether your business is in need of moving a truckload, a partial shipment, or a flatbed, Bell & Grove can accommodate you. They also provide both air and ground expedited services for customers who need to move product quickly. For more information, call Daryl Oliver at 865-672-6557. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. So much offered at Southern Traditions, including horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons with Susan Walt to buying your first horse and competing at nationally recognized competitions. Under the teachings of one of the best young professionals in the sport, Bowers Cone, Southern Traditions has high aspirations for the future. Along with owners Ben and Hillary Craddock, Southern Traditions has become one of the leading equestrian facilities in Mississippi. For questions or information about lessons, 
boarding, or sales, please contact Bowers at BowersCone1 at gmail.com or message them on Facebook or Instagram at Southern Traditions Farm. Yeah. And, you know, there's a hot take out there that I don't buy at all. I've seen Clay Travis do it. I've seen other people do it. There's Ole Miss, by the way. Ole Miss will play uh, South Dakota. Ole Miss is a seven seed. They'll play South Dakota on uh, Friday, I don't know a time, in Waco, Texas. Means they would get Baylor in round two. Two seed Baylor in round two if they beat. What is South Dakota? South Dakota State's the Jackrabbits. What are the South Dakota? They're the Sioux? No, that was North Dakota. Was the used to be? The oh, city. really? What yeah. is South Dakota? Do you know? It looks. I mean, it's a. It's a. It's like a. It's some sort of cat claw in like here, like the jaguars or, or the bob, okay. bobcats or something. So, congratulations to them. That's awesome. Uh, it's their first time in since two thousand and eight, I, I believe. Think, I think so. Two thousand seven or two thousand eight. It was the Elite Eight team with Armenia and them. So yeah. So congratulations to to uh, to them. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, well, Wade. Um. I, th- I think the basketball, if if LSU is going to try to put the basketball program on the the fire pit mm-hmm. and say, here, burn that, let the football program just get a slap on the wrist, and I don't know that they will. Apparently, and I've heard this from multiple people, the football investigation was just about wrapped up, and then the uh, Odell Beckham Jr. thing happened at the national championship game. Oh, the cash stuff. Where the NCAA is like, you see, you're throwing it in our face. And this is the thing, and you and I have talked about this before, nobody believes me, and I understand. Okay, I I get it. The belief that the NCAA doesn't want the big boy, the big scalp, is totally wrong. They want the big scalp bad. The NCAA has been crippled a little bit by the whole NIL thing now, and I think this is an opportunity. They've got them dead to rights. I think they're going to absolutely hammer them. I mean, I think the next the, the basketball tournament next year will be a 13-team tournament. Coyotes, by the way. Coyotes. Yeah. Everybody's going to bolt. There's a lot of talent in that signing class of theirs. It's all gone. There's a lot of talent on that roster. It's all gone. He's been recruiting at this super high level. They're all leaving. And I don't even know that they'll have to use their transfer portal. They might just get totally released where they could go someplace and keep their get-out-of-jail-free card. They're going to hammer them. People talk – there was a list of, like, candidates. It was like Buzz Who's Williams. That? It was like, Buzz Williams is not leaving Texas A&M for LSU now? I mean, they, they put Andy on that list. Andy's not leaving UAB for LSU unless LSU's going to pay him. I mean, I, they offer him $4 million a year. Sure. Yeah. Go get my get the check. Sure. Because Andy's nothing if he's not a capitalist. But he's not he's not gonna take that job if they're trying to save cash. They're gonna get gutted. And Wade's Wade's a loose cannon, man. Who knows what he says now that his coaching career is basically in the tank. Yeah, what does that cat do next? He can go NBA as an assistant. He could go coach at a junior college. But, I mean, his days of making three-point-something a year are gone. Good point. In less than a year, essentially, or right at a year, LSU has gotten rid of all four coaches in four sports. They've lost them all. Yeah. 
they will have replaced basketball, football, baseball, and women's basketball. You do wonder what Brian Kelly thinks right now. That'd be fine. I th- I think they will get a bowl ban. I think they'll get one year of a bowl ban, and they're going to lose some scholarships. I think basketball is going to lose a bunch of scholarships. They're going to cripple them. They're going to say which which is a mess because of how few you get yeah, anyway. They're going to be playing walk ons. If they're smart, they hire somebody who is just squeaky clean. You do the Rick Ray thing where you just. Yep. And you just take it. Clean it up because you don't want the NCAA circling back because football's in the NOA. Yeah. It really makes LSU. Here's the problem for LSU if you want to be just. It makes them vulnerable. Pretty, if you want to be perfectly honest, it makes them. If you're the compliance people at LSU, you have to become hard asses now. Everything has to be above board. You don't want them back in there. Now, are they going to shut a program down? Of course not. But they can hammer a program and make you hurt. They can turn you into Vanderbilt fast. Yeah, he will not coach. A, it's hard to believe he would coach a Division One team again at a high level. I mean, I would anticipate a 10-year show cause. Ooh. I think Bill will get a two- to five-year show cause. Yeah. Bill had been trying to get out, is my understanding. And people were scared of this because that's why the Sean Miller stuff is interesting. Sean Miller knows that he could get in trouble, but they've already ruled out the possibility of a show cause. He could have some Bruce Pearl-like recruiting restrictions put on him, sure. but he's not going to get a show cause. So Sean Miller has a chance to get hired somewhere if you can stomach it. Mm. People like winning. My hunch is somebody decides to stomach it. If you give an outlet to take a guy, typically that guy gets taken somewhere. Yeah. Somebody goes, I ain't that bad. We're going to be all right. I don't know. He's going to clean it up here. I mean, Kelvin Sampson's back in coaching. He is. Will's just going to have to He'd be advised to go to NBA route for a while. Expand his coaching chops, get off the college radar a little bit. That's true. Real quick, for those who uh, care, I looked it up. South Dakota, their uh, women's basketball team, they actually have played some SEC teams. They uh, have not fared well against them. They played number one South Carolina, got beat 72-41 to 41 in, uh, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Okay. And they played A&M in the Virgin Islands and got beat 58-44, a team that Ole Miss handled pretty easily at least once and maybe twice throughout the season, I think, there. So A&M and South Carolina were opponents for uh, for the Coyotes. And then they uh, they made the tournament by winning the Summit Tournament, beating South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits, as you mentioned, 56-45. So just quickly there, there's, uh, there's that. I would think Sean Miller will be on the Florida list for sure, no doubt. That would make sense. No doubt. Not on the state list. I don't I don't think Sean Miller would take the Mississippi state job. Plus, he's a Nike guy, yeah. not an Adidas guy. That's one of the things with the state job that makes it a little funky is that they're an Adidas team. And a lot of coaches are Nike guys. All their connections are Nike people. All their recruiting connections are Nike people. It doesn't matter. It'll be all right. Don't, don't just, you just s- throw the shoe contracts out. You switch over to Adidas, and what if it's not smooth? Yeah. So, yeah, Missouri's got an opening. I anticipate Mississippi State will have an opening. South Carolina is going to yeah, have what is What did State do today? I think what happened was the initial story was right. Uh-huh. But they're letting him, assuming they get an NIT bid, they're letting him coach the NIT. 
And then I think he's announcing his retirement after the NIT. Okay. They so, hired the assistant at Louisville as their women's coach this week. Okay. Um, it's exciting. Saw that yesterday. That's exciting. I forget his name. Yeah. Great recruiter. which has got good chops. They're all great recruiters. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. what's going to happen. Assistant's a great recruiter. Great dude. <laughs> Exemplary in all ways. Tennessee did get a better region than Kentucky. All right, so you want to go? So, I got Tennessee's up. Tennessee's the three seed. They'll play Longwood on something. Tennessee's the three in a region where Arizona's the one, and Arizona's badass. Villanova's the two. I think Tennessee's better than Villanova. Um, the eight nine game is Seton Hall TCU. So Arizona against Seton Hall or TCU. Um, Houston got the five after beating Memphis today in the um, American title game. They'll uh-huh. play twelve seed UAB. UAB gets good the, respect for Andy getting a 12. Yeah, sure. It's a good spot for him there. I mean, look, when you're at Conference USA, your goal is to make the tournament. That's it. Anything from here on is icing on cake. Or cake. Yes. More cake. It's it's cake, yeah. Uh, the 4-13 game is Illinois versus Chattanooga. Illinois is a very good team. Uh, Colorado State is um, got the 6. They'll play 11-seed Michigan, who got in because of strength of schedule, along the lines of what I was talking about the other day. And then the 7-10 game is an interesting game. Ohio State versus Loyola Chicago. I love, uh, by the way, the young coach at Loyola Chicago, Drew Valentine. You do. You mentioned I do. him several times. I like him a bunch. Um, and then Villanova plays Delaware. Jameer Nelson Jr. and uh, the Delaware Hens. I didn't know that's where he was. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He was on that St. Joe team? Yeah. With Delonte West? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yep. All right, so that's that one. You got any early thoughts on the South region? You like Arizona? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I like I like Tennessee out of this region. You said Arizona's really good, though. They're really good. A, a Tennessee Arizona Elite Eight would be. What's good worth about it for watching. Tennessee is, like I said, I do think they're better than Vanilla, Villanova potentially, and there's nobody below that that just is scary as hell. Like Illinois can beat you on the day, but they're not scary. They're not freaking you out as that four seed there. Houston's fine, but they're not freaking you out. Like, I don't feel like they've got anybody in this thing who's, like, underseated where you're looking back there and going, ah, hell, that, that team's right there, and they do this or this or this or whatever. The upset games here, I think, I could see the uh, – You got the Ramblers maybe beating the Buckeyes. I actually do. I think Loyola beats Ohio State. I think Michigan probably beats Colorado State, although I really like that Colorado State coach. He's a really good coach. Um, I don't think UAB can beat Houston. It'd be fun if they could. I'll tell you who can. Uh, Illinois better show. Chattanooga's good. And speaking of good young coaches, yeah, he'd be on my list too. Um, so there's a couple of those there that that are fun. I don't think Longwood's gonna hang with the Vols much at all. Um, so out west, the one seed is Gonzaga, which is the number one overall seed too. Uh, Georgia State is there, 16. I don't like. Uh, I don't like Georgia State's chances. Memphis, Boise State is the 8-9. And i got to tell you, man. A Boise ended up with an 8. Huh. Boise a 9. Memphis is an 8. Oh. No, no, no. Boise's an 8. You sure? Yep. Okay. At it. All right. Boise's an 8. Memphis a 9. Memphis is so athletic. They might. I'm not big on Gonzaga. I know everyone's picking them to win it. And I just, meh. I'm so not, you're picking a Memphis upset over Gonzaga. I'm not ready to go there, but I'd watch. UConn, NC State is the uh, 5-12. UConn, New Mexico State. I meant New Mexico State. Um, Arkansas, Vermont's the 4-13. Vermont's pretty good. You're going to hear this narrative about smart, 
won their conference. Everybody did that last year against Arkansas, and they out-athleted people. Arkansas's deal is that they're so good defensively that they give teams like Vermont fits. But Arkansas can get kind of undisciplined on defense, so that's one to watch. Alabama is the sixth. They'll get the uh, Rutgers-Notre Dame winner. They'll play on either, I think, Tuesday, Rutgers and Notre Dame in Dayton. I love Texas Tech in this bracket a little bit. Texas Tech's the three against Montana State. Uh, Texas Tech gave Kansas all it wanted the other night. Uh, Michigan State's the seven against Tennessee Davidson, who's a very good team. Mm-hmm. Davidson ran into a buzzsaw. And then Duke's the two against Cal State Fullerton. So if you went by chalk, you'd get Duke, Michigan State. You'd get Duke. Well, you'd get Duke, uh, Texas Tech. In yeah, Sweet in, in Sweet 16. And yeah. you'd get Arkansas, Gonzaga. See, I see teams that could beat. Like, I look at this bracket and I go, Memphis could do well, it. Well, that's kind of my point. I actually think this overall bracket, even with Gonzaga being the overall one, is harder than Tennessee's. Yeah, I look at this. I think, I think Memphis could do it. I think Arkansas could do it. Alabama's already done it. I think Texas Tech could. You're do talking it. about beating Gonzaga, not yes. winning the bracket. Beating Gonzaga, and Duke could do it. <coughs> Is it bad that I really want Cal State Fullerton to beat Mike Shishovsky? You're a big Titan this week. That would, that would be awesome. That'd be great. So I I don't like Gonzaga. How is this matchup? For, do we know anything about Notre Dame or Rutgers as far as what Alabama's looking for? Because you know they don't play defense. Like what what is this matchup for the Tide in, in round one? Rutgers has played a lot of Notre Dame beat Kentucky. Rutgers has played a lot of those Big Ten games, which are physical defensive games. They and muddy it up. And they'll muddy it up against Bama, and it comes down to whether Bama can shoot it or not, which is exactly what they are. They are what they are. All, All right, right, let's go to the East. Go to the East. Okay. The East, uh, Baylor is the one seed. They get Norfolk State in the first round. They'll play the winner of the 8-9 game between North Carolina and Marquette. St. Mary's is a really solid five. Uh, Wyoming and Indiana play a play-in game in Dayton. That'll be a huge crowd in Dayton, Ohio, Ooh. for that game. Goodness, yeah. Indiana there, that's, that'll be big. Uh, UCLA's a very talented four against the Zips of Akron. A... Uh, Interesting 6-11 game, Virginia Tech. It's a just, really interesting game. Virginia Tech just ran through the ACC tournament, uh, beat Duke, won the title. By getting an 11, you see, had they not won the title, they weren't getting in. It's the same thing Ole Miss dealt with a little bit when they were got, got in um, the year they played Wisconsin in the first round, is that when you win the conference tournament, you can't do a play-in. So that kept Virginia Tech at least out of a play-in and probably maybe out, period. Yeah. Uh, Purdue, who I watched today against uh, Iowa, it was a fun game. Purdue and Iowa was a fun. Who won the Big Ten? Iowa. Okay. Purdue and Iowa was a high-level fun game. That's the three fourteen. They'll play Yale. I actually watched Yale some this weekend. I watched a lot of basketball. You watched the Ivy League this weekend? I did. I watched some Ivy League because the – I won't say it. Okay. There was something funny. Oh, you told me this. Yeah, yeah it was yeah, yeah. funny. I laughed at it the whole time. All right, Murray State gets a seven. The, the second-highest – um, are they OVC? Yeah, OVC team ever. Murray State got a six one year with Ja. Yeah, I think so. Maybe even before that, honestly, maybe in like twelve. They'll play the Dons of San Francisco in right. a seven ten game. Yep, and then Kentucky gets St. Peter's, setting the stage. Peacocks. St. Peter's, the Peacocks could be. Are they the Peacocks? I don't know. Okay. Can you imagine the ratings in the state of Kentucky if Murray and Kentucky play in the second round? kind of for that like, oh my god are you kidding it'd be awesome 
If you're Kentucky, you're just like, oh shit. You know, that's not what you want to do. You are going to get their very best shot of their lives. I mean, that is going to be like Hoosiers. Yeah, if you say Kentucky's watching us going, hey, Don's, come on. Yeah. yeah. We want to play San Francisco all day. But you'll see, look at that one. Baylor's really good, but they're a little beat up. I think Baylor's got a clear path to the Sweet 16. I think they've got a clear path to the eight. I really like Purdue. A Purdue Kentucky Sweet Sixteen game, game is must watch television. Ivy for Purdue is a big time player. You think Purdue gets past Texas or Virginia Tech? I do. In the second round, I do. Okay. Purdue's good. I mean, they're they're legit. So that's a fun. I mean, there's some fun matchups there. I mean, a Baylor North Carolina second round game's fun. North Carolina won't be scared of Baylor. A uh, St. Mary's UCLA second round game would be a hell of a game. Kentucky Murray is a really fun game. You can get that. Oh, sure. I tell you what, though, like they did the same thing in a second when you're going to get to this. The committee getting cute, though, with the in state matchups kind of bothers me because those teams play anyway. Yeah. Like those are just buy games throughout the season. So, I mean, you've got Jacksonville State like playing Auburn. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Like, let, let them all go play somebody different and yeah. do something. Like, it's just, to me, that sucks for Jacksonville State, right? That's the you, point. You get like, in the tournament, you're like, okay, we're going to play Auburn. Let them go play Michigan or somebody. I, I don't I don't like the cute. It bothers me. Um. All right, Midwest. Yep. Kansas is the one. They are. They'll play the winner of Texas Southern, Texas A&M, Corpus Christi. Oh, okay. That's one of the Dayton games. A really good 8-9 game right here, San Diego State and Creighton. A uh, interesting 5-12 game because Richmond's hot. And Richmond won the A-10. Iowa just won the Big Big Ten. Look, Iowa looks the part. Keegan Murray for Iowa is some kind of good. Potential lottery pick. Got to watch. Uh, Providence, who I really like. Providence will, will defend you um, in ways that you'll feel it the next day. Providence, South Dakota State's the 413. There were rumblings yesterday that LSU was going to decline a bid, but they did not. They might as well enjoy it because this will be their last trip to the NCAAs for a little while probably. LSU and Iowa State in an interesting 6-11. Wisconsin um, is the uh, three. They'll get Colgate, who's the 14. What league is Colgate in? They're not Ivy League, right, obviously? Yeah, because that's – yeah. Are they the one with Buffalo and Niagara and all those people? Well, Buffalo's not in that league, though, are they? No, Buffalo's in something else. Okay. Buffalo's in the MAG. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Buffalo's in the So they're in the league with, like, Sienna and all those cats? Okay. USC, the Trojans, they're the seven. They'll play the Hurricanes of Miami in a 7-10 game. The winner of that game will get the winner of uh, two-seed Auburn, 15-seed Jacksonville State in the first round. I mean, How's look, it at all? I mean, look, if you're Auburn, you've got some time to get your guard play figured out, and you better because when you play Wisconsin in that Sweet 16 game, you better have your guard play figured out. Patriot League. Patriot League. I kind of think Wisconsin is the team that knocks Auburn out Sweet 16. Uh, and then on the top, Kansas-Providence in a Sweet 16 is pretty interesting. If they get there, a Providence-Iowa game would be a great game. If you're looking for a game to watch, I don't know if those games are Saturday or Sunday, if you're looking for a second-round game that would be a really fun basketball game to watch, if you like good basketball, 
Iowa Providence would deliver. I do have your tip times for the uh, the week. Okay. Um, I'm just looking for SEC teams, and if you have another one you're curious about, I'll let you know. Because I mean, I'm obviously not going to read times for every team. Okay. Tennessee it plays their game at uh, 1:45 p.m. on CBS on Thursday. Uh, hold on. This is actually weird. I don't have. Oh yeah, I guess that's. Hmm, I don't know. The way they did that was is really strange because it does not have days on it. It just has times. Okay. I literally just have times for everything. I don't know. Weird. What are the other times? I might know a few of them. I guess because you'd have to know what days each bracket is. Uh, Iowa State LSU is a six twenty p.m. start. I think that's a Friday. Is it? I it's think in Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, UAB plays at eight twenty on TNT from Pittsburgh. I think that's a Thursday, but I could be wrong. Um, Alabama plays at three fifteen on TNT in San Diego. Okay. Auburn plays at 11.40 p.m. against Jacksonville State. Okay. On True TV, by the way. Oh, yeah. I got the True. Um, well, the good news is now you can see every minute of every game. Yeah. Because of the yeah, way yeah, it's yeah. done, yeah. Uh, Murray State-San Francisco, which is an interesting game, uh, 8.40 on CBS. Arkansas, 8.20 on TNT. Okay. Buffalo. Kentucky, uh, 6.10. So, night game there for the Wildcats. Gonzaga's a three fifteen game. Memphis is a twelve forty five game. And then these uh these two games, Tuesday, the sixteen teams are at five forty, and then Indiana Wyoming is at eight ten. And then on Wednesday, you've got Bryant Wright State at five forty and Notre Dame Rutgers at eight ten for uh four times there. Someone says that Tom Brady's Twitter may have been hacked. Although I see it being reported everywhere. You would think somebody would. Yeah, I would think that would have already. I don't know. Beats me. Well, it would have been deleted by now, right? I would think. Yeah, I don't see anybody backing off of it. But Twitter's changed the way they do their stuff. Yeah. And so you can't find anything anymore. You have to go searching for it. Memphis up 16 over Oklahoma City after three quarters. That's good for everybody probably in this stream. Most of you are Grizzlies fans. That's good for them. It's good for the Thunder, too. We need L's. I'm breaking this podcast. Tell you about Community Mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County, and Chattanooga. All underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. They're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704. Or J L O W E at communitymtg.com. Podcast also brought to you by N E Spark. That's Northeast Spark. They have two packages of internet available the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world class broadband. That's N E Spark.com, 662 238 3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender for those who need that extra step and more. So get the best internet in Lafayette County. Again, that is 662-238-3159.
podcast also brought to you by GM Pharmacy 662-236-2222 is the number. You can go in, you can get your medications changed over to GM. Don't have to use those big box stores. Get local service that takes care of you. They deliver locally in the Oxford area. They offer MedSync to fill your prescriptions the same day each month right there on South Lamar in Oxford. Again, that is 662-236-2222. And if you love eating shrimp, don't particularly like choosing the right option at the store or cooking it at home, you're not alone. Most frozen shrimp available at the store is raised and processed 8,000 miles away and subject to poor farming practices. Don't let a bad option ruin dinner for you. Choose New Orleans-based prime shrimp and take pride in the shrimp you eat. They've been peeling and processing shrimp for 70-plus years. They know how to do it right. Shop primeshrimp.com. It's a risk-free purchase, money-back guarantee. Ship straight to your door. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. They got the new flavor of the Louisiana Shrimp Boil and their signature seasoned and their French Quarter Alfredo. So, again, primeshrimp.com. Podcast also brought to you by Visit Oxford. Visit OxfordMS.com. It is time to get those hotel reservations for Double Decker if you've not done that. It is toward the end of April. It is a huge weekend in Oxford. You've got Double Decker. You've got Ole Miss Mississippi State Baseball. You have got the Grove Bowl that weekend. So much going on. So go ahead and get those plans, get those dinner reservations, get those hotel reservations, and to find out what's going on in Oxford every single week, that's visitoxfordms.com slash events. They will take care of you and let you know what's going on here in Oxford and Lafayette County. And then last but certainly not least, the podcast brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. Small batch, artisanal cheese, fermentation, charcuterie. It's made right here in-house in Oxford. They, uh, they make it daily. They cut it, they put it in their cheese cave and make it ready for you. It's on White Oak Lane, just off Molly Bar. They've got cheese classes coming up. They do bakery. You know about all the king cakes over the course of, uh, of the Mardi Gras season, grazing tables, and much more. Go to the website, johnstonhillcreamery.com, or their Instagram page. It's just Johnston Hill Creamery, 662-419-9201. All right, speaking of L's, Ole Miss baseball takes an L today. They win two out of three. Ole Miss goes into uh, – they'll play Southeastern Louisiana on Tuesday. They go into league play either 14-2 and two or 13-3, and three, depending on what happens in Hammond. As they get ready for league play, what are you what's, – what's kind of your assessment of, of this team? I still don't know what's going on with pitching completely. Um, I thought this weekend told us very little. I, I thought I, to, to play three games – usually learn a couple things or at least start moving in a direction. I don't know that I got much of anything. I thought Derek Diamond was pretty good today. By fastball velocity was up. He was on a pretty severe pitch count because he's going to throw Friday in Auburn, so he's two days below normal rest. Mike had him in a, in a cap of 65 pitches today. Sure. He didn't even need that many. He threw 55 pitches, I think is what it was, in four innings. He was very efficient, threw a ton of strikes. He didn't have his curveball at all, but the fastball was pretty good. Changeup was okay. You've been worried about Slaughter his swing and good. miss. Was he was he getting some misses? Still not great. Um, it's it, it's it, that 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 is his Achilles' heel if he has one, but he can't give away extra batters, and that's what he didn't do today. I mean, he was very efficient. He commanded the zone. He didn't walk guys. Give up any hits. Like he, you know, Roberts is not a bad offense. They're okay. I know Ole Miss hammered him on Friday, sixteen to two, but that was a weird game. Um, <clears throat> they're okay. They're 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 very average. But I thought he was better. I thought it, I thought it was a good confidence thing for him. I think sometimes Derek kind of gets in his own head a little bit. I thought having this type of outing to go into league play was huge for him. And then you don't have any answer on Jack Doherty. He was, frankly, his command was just not there today. Um, there's a couple different ways to look at it. He's got a decent sample size over the course of two years. 
He's typically a huge strike thrower. That's what you're trying to get out of that Sunday starter, that that game three starter. But he hasn't done a great job as a starter, and it's a different role. Not everybody can transition back and forth. I, I wrote this. I'll have observations up whenever I have a chance to just do them because I left the game as soon as interviews were over to come here. He's only started three games. He was not very good against Little Rock last year. He started against Southern Miss and was okay, not great, okay, and then today. Those are his only three career starts. Also, this was his first action back from uh, being on the shelf for a minute with some some, uh, some tendonitis in his arm. He's okay. I mean, he obviously his fastball was into the 90s, but going to be a little rusty. There's, He's going to get the start next week, I think, but I don't feel like we learned anything. It's Was he rusty and that's all it was? Does he have a starter problem? There's several different things you can take from it, and I don't know what the answer is. And then, look, Ole Miss has offensive depth. They obviously scored a ton of runs on Friday. They hit some balls out of the ballpark. They kind of made things work. But the losses they have to their lineup do matter. Kevin Graham, him being out four to six weeks is a huge blow. He's the most underrated player on the team. And it takes away a guy that can just kind of spark you there. They've got really good hitters. But Graham does some things to sort of jumpstart or continue in the th- through the order that nobody else does. Not even Tim does that at times the way Kevin does. So that's a huge blow. And then Calvin, Calvin Harris has been one of their top two to three, four hitters all season long, he still has this strain in his midsection. Mike said they're going to take him on the road this weekend, that they're going to use a travel spot on him and just kind of see what happens. But they hope that he can participate. They hope he can play. They hope he's available for Auburn this weekend. But the lineup without those two guys is a different lineup. And I tell you one thing to watch is, and this is a little bit on Mike Clement, this is a little bit on the players, this is a little bit on just kind of locking in. They are running into too many outs. They are doing a lot of baseball dumb things that just are taking runs off the board. They're just kind of doing some stuff. I think they've, I think they've been lulled a little bit into how good their offense is mm-hmm. by going, "Hey, we're just going to be super aggressive, and if we get called out, it doesn't matter. We'll hit the wall, of the ballpark, or we'll do something else." Well, today they get into the, I guess it was the sixth inning. Yeah, and the second game, yeah. they would have had two on with nobody out. They're down four. You're trying to string them, and they get the lead runner thrown out at third base on a ball hit to left field in front of the fielder. Like, it made no sense to try to get to third right there. There's some cardinal rules in baseball, and one of them is you never make the first out at third base. And he was all right in front of him. Unless it's a force play. You never make the first out at third base. You just don't. That was a – yeah, I had it on at that point. That was a dumb decision. Yeah. It ran them out of a big inning. In game one, they gave Peyton hit a ball off the wall. I think they ruled a triple because the kid misplayed it. And they sent him trying to score at home, and he was thrown out by 10 feet. And it was just it doesn't didn't make sense. There was yeah. no reason to do that That and then that situation. So they got to be cleaner. They just weren't very clean today all the way around. Their bullpen was kind of struggled for the first time in a few days today. In game two, they, they had a hard time throwing strikes. They didn't kind of get ahead. It was – it was a game where they just – there's four or five things in baseball you have to do to kind of win games, and they didn't do any of those today. I mean, they ended up splitting because they hit they, they put a couple big innings together. But they had 12 hits in the 14 innings. They didn't do anything crazy offensively. They didn't string them together. Their leadoff man only got up, got, got on base one time in game two today, and he, he turned into a double play, a batter later. They only walked twice. No, they only walked three times today. Just, just stuff. Like, they didn't extend it bats. I mean, just – it was kind of a lazy day, and it may be one of those deals where it's just a you know it's just one of those days. Spring break, yeah, you know, sleepy crowd, weather's crappy all week. You know, it's just stuff. Sure, but 
yeah, I, whatever it is from them, you just kind of move on and go, I don't know. Um, it is they're interesting because they're getting the league play, and I know very little about them in five or six different ways. So typically, you're not this far, whatever at that point. All right, let's go here. Um, go around the league a little bit. Sure. I've got the uh, scores from today up. I don't know who all did what over the weekend. Texas A&M beats uh, whoever the hell SCU is. Five. Sa- uh, is that Santa Clara? Maybe so. So Texas A&M is 10-5 and five after uh, the weekend. Seton Hall beat Florida 6-4. to four. Florida is 13-4 uh, and four at this point. Mississippi State beat Princeton 3-2. to two. Bulldogs now ten and seven. They've, so they they swelled. They were seven and seven coming into the okay, weekend. So they got a sweep. Uh, Tennessee beat Rhode Island twelve to three. Tennessee. I don't know whether they're the best team or not. They have the best record okay. at this point. They're fifteen and one. I would venture to guess they don't have the best team, but they're fifteen and one at this point. Uh, Kentucky beat High Point four to three. Kentucky improved today to uh, fourteen and three. Okay. Uh, Georgia beat Lipscomb nine to two. Uh, Georgia improved today to thirteen and three. Sort of light, yeah. Got some okay. pitching, yeah, yeah. They're okay. Uh, Auburn beat Middle Tennessee today, ten to seven. Okay. Auburn uh, at this point is thirteen and four. Okay. Uh, South Carolina salvaged a game against Texas. They, they didn't salvage; they took that series. Did they? Oh, good yeah. for them. How about that? South Carolina with a big win, then four to two over uh, over the Horns. They swept the doubleheader today, winning four two and nine four over the Longhorns. And today. look, I'm not going to get. I'm going to save this for Peyton when we do the show. But I've watched it over and over, and I'm not trying to be the old man. And you know, the I, I'm not I'm not the old man when it comes to basketball. I'm, I'm, I mean, baseball. I'm not. I'm good. But flipping the bat on the home run almost to the pitcher's mound, no. Somebody's wearing something. I'm, yeah, I'm just telling you, as a catcher, if that happens to my pitcher, the 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 hitter's going to have a hard time getting around the bases, and he won't get around without it being very obvious that I'm upset. And the next time he comes up, he's wearing a ball. Like where you say, "Hey, look, I'm gonna give you some advice here. Turn your back. We're gonna hit you right between the shoulders. Walk your ass to first base. Shut the." up and that'll do it and we'll move on you do one thing to act pissed off and by god this is we're, I'm, we're gonna do this the rest of the time you can't bat flip to the mound anyway sorry uh so south carolina uh is uh, nine and six at this point the, so the, a win today definitely would have done it poll mechanics tell you there's a decent chance on miss the number one team in the country tomorrow yeah because okay they were texas number two losing. texas losing two out of three against south carolina today uh, Arkansas is uh, a winner today over Illinois Chicago. They win ten to eight. Uh, Arkansas has had some weather issues. I know they're eleven and three at this point. Uh, and then Vanderbilt beat Wagner today, fifteen to five. The uh, little engine that could is thirteen and two at this point. So they have the same record as Ole Miss, who took two out of three from. Oh, uh, and real quick, te- Texas actually had a two and three week. So yeah, they're definitely falling out oh, of number for one. sure. Uh, Ole Miss thirteen and two at this point is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so Ole Miss gets two out of three. They're thirteen and two, heading to Hammond on uh, on Tuesday. What do you what do you have you heard anything about who looks good, who doesn't look good so far in league players? It's just so damn early. It's early. It's two things. I mean, it's, as was mentioned today, it plays for the teams in general. There's still players we don't know. We don't know as many players as we typically do because of that twenty twenty thing. We just it, it, there's there, there's a lot of questions. 
and so much cold weather and inclement weather that they're not going to play in when league play rolls around and you're playing games that decide. But if you look at the Tennessee, it's kind of exactly what we thought they were going to going to be. But they're without Blake Tidwell right now. I do think he comes back at some point. I, I think he'll pit, he won't pitch against the Ole Miss though. I think he's out longer than that. He they have injury issues, so we don't know they can hit. I mean, you know. That guy, Vitello's done a, such a good job of putting his kind of stamp on that program. They're aggressive. They're yeah. offensive. They, they do a lot of things you like from him. Vanderbilt's okay relative to Vanderbilt standards. Right. They're obviously a damn good baseball team. But I don't know that they're scaring you like they've scared you in the past. It's not Rocker and Lighter and those dudes over there. They're good. Arkansas is having severe game one pitching problems right yep. now. Yep. I mean, it's to be expected with Peyton Paulette out. They can't seem to quite put it together. They've they can't figure it out. They've had some three pitching problems. Now their offense has gotten a little better, but they're having some they're having some pitching issues in general. LSU says Blake Money is good, but their Friday night starter left the game with an irritated wrist on Friday, yeah, and I don't know. Yeah, come on. Wrist can turn into forearm pretty quickly, and some stuff. And yeah, come on. The LSU media said that it was not a big deal, and he was fine. But okay. we'll see what happens if we move forward. It looked weird. On uh, on 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 film. There. I didn't mention LSU earlier. They're thirteen and three at this point. So yeah, I mean, look, the league is dang good. But as far as surprises or anything, you have State with all sorts of issues. Even against Princeton this weekend, they didn't play overly well. So they went three to two today. All right. So yeah, I mean, their State is worse. I think Georgia's a little better than maybe we give them credit for being. I think Tennessee, especially if Tidwell does come back, is as advertised. I think Ole Miss is a big incomplete. I think that we know a lot of things about them, but they're, you know, with all their depth they have, Ole Miss is one more injury away from really kind of a problem. They've got to stay healthy the next two, three, four weeks. And if you really want to look at it, I think the the, the return date for Kevin that makes a lot of sense for, for me is more almost maybe Mississippi State or maybe who is ever in between Alabama and State. I don't know. I don't know who that is, but that's – Mid-April feels like the more relevant kind of kind of time frame there. That's five, five and a half weeks. I think that's where you probably start maybe looking at it a little bit. So somewhere in there. But, yeah, it's early. I mean, I, who knows? Again, the weather has been a catastrophe. It's been cold. It's terrible. Yeah, I was looking for the – I don't know why. I was looking for the NIT bracket, but it's not It's not Looking up. for what? The NIT bracket. Why? Because I wanted to see who got in. Is it out yet? I think it's out. Okay. Like Oklahoma's in it. I see that. I don't. I don't know who else is. I don't know what difference. It doesn't matter. You did an IT bracket. You can make money betting NIT. NIT is a is a fertile ground for betting money. Really? Yes, because some teams care, and some teams are checked the f out. Virginia will travel to Mississippi State for the first round of the NIT. Yes. <laughs> see, Virginia won't give a damn. But now they they defend when they wake up in the morning. Yeah, and state does not defend when they. No, <laughs> that's weird. Not their cup of tea. Yeah, that's not my game. Uh, regular size Ben says for me to speculate on Andy Kennedy's possibilities. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I I think he's he's on the list, but down the list at Missouri. That doesn't sound like it's likely. Um, I think he was going to be on Georgia's list. I don't think there's any chance in hell that he's on Florida's list. Um, he wouldn't be at South Carolina because he's a he's a Frank Martin guy. 
Um, I mean, the one that's interesting is State. Neil. He's Neil. from he's from Louisville. Neil. There are people there that want him. Got family there. He's coached in this state. I mean, it, will A and M give a crap about the NIT? Yeah, they might feel so slighted that they keep playing. But they're going to be hurting a little bit. I mean, that's going to be hard for them to get the intensity up after the games they played. I mean, those cats played – they played Florida in an absolute Donnybrook on Thursday. Mm-hmm. They turned around and played Auburn off the floor. Played Arkansas completely off the floor. I mean, you don't see Arkansas beat like that very much. And then today gave Tennessee all they wanted, but they just – they were out. Tennessee's better than them. So, I don't – they play Tuesday or Wednesday or something. It's hard for you to imagine that they get, okay, let's go, fellas. But they'll try because that's just their, that's that's buzz. Yeah, UAB Friday at 820 on TNT. Okay. UAB in Houston. AK just tweeted it. It's a free shot for him. Oh, God. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I don't know where Andy goes. If he goes anywhere, he, he, or look, he could stay at UAB for a long time. They love him. Year two, they're in the tournament. He Andy knows how to work the portal extremely well. The portal's been good for Andy Kennedy. And he's very good at working the portal. And he's popular in Birmingham. He he's well-liked. They'll pay him a little more money. In some ways, I mean, you just stay there. It's a good fit. It's his alma mater, and they like him, and – We'll see. But look, if you're if you're Andy and Mississippi State calls and they offer you three million a year, and you're making one two or whatever, you you have to take it. I personally think Andy does better at jobs that are in more urban areas. I think so. I think UAB is a really good fit for him, yeah. and you see that. I mean, he's very good with the portal. He brought in kids from I mean, where was the where's Jelly from? Jelly's from like Rhode Island or somewhere. Um, I oh, was it really? Yeah, he brought KJ Buffin in from Ole Miss. I mean, he's um, the 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 guard um, Ertel or whatever is from ULM. He, he's brought those kind of kids in, and they play hard for him. And um, you know, they're in a they're in a league that he can navigate. He's a, a solid coach in that league. And this is a SEC's a players' league. SEC's not a coach's league. It's a player's league. So you got to go someplace where you feel like you can accumulate the athletes that are necessary. And I, Well, and that's what he can do in Conference USA or wherever they're going. Or where are they going? Are they going to the American? Yeah, they're yeah, going to the American. they're going to the American, which would be a step up. It actually makes UAB a more attractive job. Yeah, because that, that's a multi-bid league. Even and, with the change. And he'll be able to – he'll be able, yeah, and he'll be able to recruit better. They're a multi-bid league, even yeah. losing, well, gaining. Be, there'll be more than one. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, AK is popular in the portal because he will let you shoot. Yeah, guards love him. Shoot. I mean, like Jelly Walker just shoots Any, anywhere past half court. Shoot, and you take a stupid shot, you might get yelled at, but you're not getting yanked. Mm-mm. By the way, their triple overtime game against Middle Tennessee on Friday was as fun of a basketball game as you'll ever see. That was a great game. If you did not watch it, you missed because it was fantastic. Yeah. UAB was dead twice, and Jelly Walker just willed them. It was a lot of fun. I mean, that, that league's fun. You know, you watch those tournaments. Those tournament games were fun. Louisiana Tech played that slowdown game against North Texas, and 
and beat them. And you know, I think Eric Conkle at Louisiana Tech's a really good coach, and you know, he's used the portal there pretty well. So that's a portal league, and that's a you take guys that were at a bigger level, and maybe they're coming down a step, and you give them a second life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought AK's ceiling as far as jobs. Like I, th- I always thought he would do really well at like a Providence. Yeah, or like somewhere you like Big East. He like, had a shot at Penn State a couple years I see, ago. That's a bad and job, and that's a bad though. job, right? Like I know, I know he was. His name came up at Penn State at Tulane. Like that was not, that's not. Here's yeah. why UAB for him is a really good gig. If for anything ever happened and it fell apart, Andy gets TV offers the moment that mm-hmm. the moment that his season's over, or he can stay there and coach for a while. My guess is that he's still at UAB next year. Think so? Yeah, it's, that'd be my guess. He's happy there. Yeah, his family's happy. Them there, they're good. The girls are around. I mean, it makes makes sense. Yeah, UConn back to the Big East. That's right. For basketball only. Someone asked, "Do I think Kansas State would hire Frank Martin?" I I have no idea. I mean, that'd be an interesting reunion. Because he left there pissed off the last time. He did. Yeah, they just fired Bruce Weber. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I kind of wonder if Frank does the TV thing for a little while. My guess is he would be good at it. But I don't know what his like financial situation is or, or whatnot. Yeah. So, anyway, tons going on. Um, covered it all. I'm trying to. I mean, I have no Tom Brady thoughts. It just is what it is. Yeah. Um, he wasn't gone long enough to have thoughts. I really hope the Saints are just driving up the offer on Deshaun Watson and aren't actually so signing Deshaun Watson. I was getting ready Watson. to ask you about Deshaun Watson. It sounds like the Saints are going to bring Jameis Winston back, and they're driving up the price for Carolina for Deshaun. Yeah. Which, okay. Sure. Whatever. That is such a PR. And it's a little easier now because there's not going to be criminal charges. Yeah, there's sure. not going to be a trial. He can settle civilly and make a lot of it go away. We live in a short attention span. But I don't know. The, I mean, your PR people, the, the day that you come in and tell them, hey, guys, we, we're, we're, we're going with Deshaun Watson at quarterback. NFL free agency starts on Wednesday afternoon. Is that when it is? Yeah. It's like at 4 o'clock, I think, is when the new league year starts. Should be a lot of activity. There's a lot of quarterback names that are being thrown around. Kirk Cousins being thrown around. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the Seahawks are going to go with Drew Locke and then draft a quarterback, which will be interesting. Spring football starts in a week. Uh, Ole Miss's Pro Day is a week from this coming Wednesday. It'll be a big, 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 obviously big, big, big day for Matt Corral. So this week will be kind of slow. Next week will be... Guns blazing. Yeah, of course. So, appreciate everybody coming in to, uh, tonight for this one. Again, a little bit of a schedule deal there. And then uh, coverage at Rebel Grove of just kind of some stuff. Ole Miss again plays Southeast Louisiana on Tuesday. Auburn Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll have some baseball stuff up literally as soon as I can get it up to you tonight. And It'll be then, a uh, weird week with podcasts because of spring break and Chase is traveling some and there's just stuff going on. We'll have – this show will be the Monday morning podcast – 
Chase has a show ready for later in the week. I'll probably do something yeah. later in the week. Yeah, I'll run that on Tuesday. We're talking. I'm talking to Marissa Wyant, the beverage director at St. Leo, on Tuesday. Okay. Cocktails stuff um, with uh, with her. So we'll have some. Yeah, we'll, again, we'll have some podcasts. We got some stuff in the kind of in the hopper, ready to go, and then yep. we'll uh, we'll get back to you again one week, and then pretty normal from there on. Spring football not too far away. I think March 22nd, yeah, something week, like that. A week from Tuesday. Yeah, pro day coming up. Obviously, huge a day week for Matt Corral. She yep. said so. Yep. Those. Things and more. So take care tonight. We'll talk to you again very, very soon.